Welcome again to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. <laughs> you can do better. Come on, you can do better. I've heard you do better. <clears throat> Welcome to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. Blinking, <laughs> trying to keep my words clear and concise. We are live, yes, but we're not. We're not even close to live. No. This is going to air sometime in the future. Yeah, um, I think you should release this as a special edition podcast next week, midweek. You know, because it'll be close. Well, you to heard it here event. first, everybody. We're releasing this early next week. Yes, uh, because we just came from our ten year reunion. Yes, yes, we did. And I am sore as f. Right yeah, now. you were killing it out there on the dance floor. Yeah, man. See, little shorty fire burning on the dance floor. See, I don't <laughs> give two f's about anything. I just like having fun. It was that's, a, it was that, a blast. That's what people don't. I, I just don't get why people. There don't was there was less people it. at our class reunion than there are in our podcast audience. Yeah, um, <laughs> you could throw a stone and hit nobody. That was a really horrible <laughs> thing. Like, cast a stone and you had You know the, the saying, standing room only? Yeah. It was the exact opposite of that. Yeah. There was all kinds of places to sit. Yeah. <laughs> we scavenged everything from the empty table. Water, silverware. Yep. Then we left all our empty places. Let's put it this way. There were five tables. Yeah. And there wasn't an empty... There was an empty table. But, despite all that, it was a really great time. Uh, thanks to Jamie. Can we have a round of applause for Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. No, you know that she's not going to watch this, right? Or listen. We should make her listen. How do you do that? Is that a thing? You just send it constantly until she shows video proof <laughs> that she watched it. I want her with like a video recording stamped. with a the day's newspaper <laughs> with the video playing in the background. Wait, Jamie, how is she going to get a today's thank newspaper? Thank you for listening. They don't well, do whenever those they listen, yes, they, yes, they just write write the date on a piece of paper. We can live with that. No, and her name is too fallible. With the screen name, no, no, that's not no. a thing. No, no, gotta that limited only to four chan. Yeah, gotta get the newspaper of the day. And Jamie, thank you for doing that for us. You know, that's pretty. Good. It was a great time. You did a great job. Yeah, if you're and listening to this, which you aren't. <laughs> The uh, the punch was a nice welcome surprise. Oh my god, that was the, you made the greatest face. So. Corey, Corey gets up. We had when we arrived, we yep. made a point of beginning the festivities. Mm-hmm. So we went to the bar, did our thing, and uh, Corey's like, "You know what? Taking a break from the from the fun adult beverages. Yeah, I'm gonna go have a little iced tea." Yep. So he goes over to the punch bowl, and it looked like iced tea with like orange in it or whatever. Yep. He pours it into a cup, and uh, <laughs> he takes a sip, and his look on his face is like, and we're like. Everybody breaks out laughing. I'm like, that's not iced tea. That's got alcohol in it. Moral of the story, it was wine punch. Yeah, it was It was kind of a cool idea was where tasty. she like, spiked the punch. Yeah, she was like, ha ha, we spiked the punch. Great yeah. job. That was yeah, fabulous. It, was, it, was, it, it worked. Speaking of spiked the punch, yes. we got to get this uh, podcast started the right way. So this is fresh. Man, I love the noise of, the, of a bourbon bottle. Yes. Or a whiskey bottle just clicking on the so podcast So I went table. to uh, Saratoga State Park, which is really awesome, and they had a farmer's market, and the guy was giving out samples of this, and I figured, why not, you know? You tried it? 
I tried it. It was pretty good. It's uh, Bullhead Bourbon Whiskey. Shout out uh, from the Lake George Distilling Company. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But uh, the guy was nice, so I figured I'd give it a shot. And uh, there's some information on here. Grain bill number one. Okay. Batch bottle 48 to 99. Okay. Date bottle 92718. Okay. And it was aged 25 months. That's really not enough. Two years. Grab that bottle right there. This one right here. Yes. So here's, and I'll start opening it. It's uh, brand new, so give me a second here. All right, so this one right here, barrel number 17-3676. Yep. Bottled 62217. <laughs> That's a good noise. It is. Um, and I believe that this is aged six years. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. These distilleries are popping up everywhere, right? Right. They got to make... Well, that's the problem with inadvertently with being a distillery is that you you have to know that when you start the business that it's going to take a long time before you get your investment back. Yeah. So So it's hard to start a distillery. And I can see the the draw to want to kind of rush it maybe a little bit and and do it like a 24-month aging process. But I gotta tell you, I've never been impressed with a quick age. We'll see. So, ooh, that was a bad noise. Ooh. Um. So I wanted. Did you learn anything it. about the distilling process? No, I didn't talk to him. I had no. the dog, so it was I was kind of excited to, have, like, to hear like a whole thing. story of this. But I guess I'm going short now. There we go. Hmm. It's got that interesting, like. The initial obvious burn that comes with any... Well, not any. It's really peaty. Yeah. So, it's not bad. No, it's not. So, I think I wanted it when I got it, and I saw that it was 25 months. You know, talk about the fact that, yeah, you know... I bet you if they aged that about four years, they'd probably be really, really good. And maybe they are. Yeah, I think this is just trying to get it out there. And obviously, the, the flavor does change. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. obviously. But does that mean that all of them have to be aged a certain amount of time to be really good and enjoyable? No. Yeah. I mean... No, it doesn't. But a quality quality whiskey is generally aged fairly long. Yeah. Think about how crappy that is as a business model. It's like, we're going to... It'd be like a farmer being like, I'm going to plant my crop of corn this year. And then I'm going to harvest it in 2032. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's gotta that's be the rough. same thing and as Lagavulin 16 know. does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you figure it's literally 16 years. Could be interested to hear how they started. You know, did they do the same thing where they were releasing it all the time, and then they just you know they like know. kept some away and knew that it was going to be 16 years, so they got to it. That's very possible. I th- they have to, because what do you do for those sixteen years? That's a lot of capital. Thing. Yeah, it because is. it's it not really is, like it's hundred percent. Put it in once, and you're going to be doing it several times. So yeah. fifteen you know, times, well, essentially. Yeah, times. I mean, you really want to have at least a batch a year, so that yeah. once you once you get to harvest, quote unquote, harvest time, you have a steady income stream. Because imagine the nightmare. You put sixteen years. We're going to age this whiskey. You do it sixteen times. The first year. Nobody likes it. 
So you have 16 years worth of this stuff going. Uh, see, no, the thing is, is when they do that, they have a t- they have testers that come in every year and check a barrel. You, they don't just leave it to age. They always pop it and, and see. No, I'm just on. saying nobody likes it. Oh, well, maybe. I mean, that's always a, that's always a possibility, man. Just like us. We sit here and invest all this time into this podcast and nobody likes it. Yeah, but we're enjoying it, so that's all that matters. Anyway. Well, then there you go. Lock and and people, you know, anybody who makes a 16-year-age whiskey, they like it. That's all that matters. I'm going to commit a little bit of a sin here. <laughs> you just burned alive. Some stuff just came out of that. Or I just am seeing things. The ghosts are back. Yeah, and now maybe. I'm thinking about the face in the window <laughs> the whole time again. Thanks for that. But uh, we were talking about a reunion. Yeah, let's get back to it. Uh, you know, we had uh, quite a few drinks. You know, the classics. You know, just on the rocks. But I introduced you to the vodka seltzer with lime. Extra lime. Yep. And you actually have to squeeze the lime in. And it's you'll essence. admit. You'll admit. It's, it's actually pretty good. It is actually pretty good. It's it's a very and I believe it or not heard about it in a diet book. That that yeah that's a thing that keeps happening. <laughs> but I heard about it in a diet book. <laughs> uh, really? So well, yeah. I mean, you think about it. That's basically a zero calorie drink. Yep. Which is just fabulous. Yeah, and it was. It's nice to sit back, and it's got that refreshing flavor. Listen, if you don't like seltzer. You're not gonna like vodka seltzer. No, because it's like not. seltzer with it that is, extra like. But it's just way better. Oh, I've had like probably five different varieties of hard seltzer, oh, yeah, and it's way better than that. They're garbage. Yeah, they're just garbage. Like, I would. White I would probably like the vodka. Is okay. I would but. probably like that with pretty much anything. I bet you if you squeezed an orange in there, I'd like it yeah. or a lemon. Well, the trick is the the fresh carbonation. I think. Um, having a good quality vodka, because that's the thing, is you don't really know where what vodka they're using. They were using. putting swill in ours. Yeah, but, you know. They had Tito's. I'm saying you could make it just, better. We could have asked for Tito's. Yeah, we should have asked for Tito's. Tito's. But, but uh, I was really, really depressed when... It's hard, because we live in a small town. Yeah. And our class reunion was at a small town bar that has a small town bar banquet hall in the back of its small town bar building. Yes. So... In order to get an alcoholic beverage, you have to go to the small town bar. Yep. And uh, small town bars don't have good whiskey. They no. never do. I've never been to one that had good whiskey. Some have good beer. Yeah. But none have good whiskey. And it really is depressing. Um, so our first drink was Jack. Just plain old Jack on mm. the rocks. And, I mean, if I have to, yeah, I'm okay with it. But it's, it's like very meh. Yeah. And then... We had a couple vodka seltzer limes, then we had some wine punch, and then whatever. But yeah, I was happy at the end of the day when I found that they had a bottle of Knob Creek and Maker's Mark there, so I had a little bit of those. Yeah, see, uh, I was too busy uh, busting out on the dance floor, so the dance floor, <laughs> the dance floor. I uh, got a chance to rekindle a, a friendship of mine. That was yes. nice. Hopefully he'll come on the podcast sometime. Yeah, we've invited him. We've invited our very first guest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah. He's small enough, he'll fit. Oh, definitely. He'll definitely fit. Yeah, We can make sure. this work. We've got yeah. enough room. But uh, I think it was nice because we all got along. There wasn't anybody. At first it was a little, like, 
everyone was kind of at their tables. Yeah, there was some the cookiness going on. But as the night went on, and I and I got out on the floor and convinced everybody to come yeah, out. Yeah, we kind of forced everyone to the it, floor. It, everybody opened up, and it got. I think. Oh, everyone got a little bit, a uh, little lubricated. Yeah, yeah, because we were all just there to have a good time. You mm-hmm. know? And I yeah. think we did. I think a lot of people didn't come because that's something we really haven't touched on. Oh yes, we did. We did yeah. a little bit, but. Very few people of our we have a our graduating class was two hundred and thirteen. Was it really? Yeah, I didn't think it was that many. Our, yeah, graduating class was two hundred thirteen, and um, I only know that because I came in twenty first, mm-hmm. and that qualified me to go to MVCC for free. Gotcha. And I didn't see. So we had like roughly ten percent of the class there. Roughly ten percent, and that includes spouses of people that went there. Yes, yes. So, so we so really we had probably had about five percent. Eh, maybe a little more. Seven. Yeah. But uh, it was a good time. Um, it was. I think maybe it would have been less fun if there were more people. Yeah. But we all kind of joked around, like, maybe we have, like, a discreet... Yes. Uh, 15 year and just, like, do it at somebody's house. Like, yeah. I would I would do it, like, every year, every other year or something. Yeah. Just get everybody together. It'd be fun. Yeah, I think it would be really fun. We and, don't uh, have to have a venue or anything like that. No, it's We just could get borrow together. somebody's house. I mean... We could do mine, but meh. Yeah. I don't really want that. The generic office cannot hold. It's already at capacity. Can you imagine if we just did a generic podcast studio that was set up outside and just had the whole group? No. We never going to work. We cannot afford that many headphones. No. (laughs) Um, I do think we have to talk about one thing that happened at the reunion. Oh, no. Or one thing at the reunion that was, it's just too good to not talk about. All right. I'm listening. You know what I'm talking about. Do I? Something that was so good that we have to talk about it. Are you talking about, was it made of food? Yes. Was it layered? Yes. Did it have fruit in it? Yes. Am I warm? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cake made by, I think her company name is The Bite Size Baker. Again, not a sponsor. But should be should be if you no <laughs> we will be. definitely advertise that should you, be you because we don't need anything make a sheet cake for us the exact shape of the babble table we'll put it here and I will we'll both pile drive our faces into it uh, on the air for everyone to I see I couldn't do it it would be too much of a waste of the um, it no, was we'll the, do it so I like chocolate cake not a big fan of vanilla cake I mean. I didn't but, get to look the way I am by turning yeah, down cake. But it was layered with fresh fruit. Like, not like fresh fruit. I mean, it was fresh fruit. Yeah, yeah, like actual... Recognizable like, fruit. Yes. And not like the jelly or anything. And it oh. was just... It was so good. It was very light and like... Fla- I, I will be honest. When I first picked up the slice that I grabbed, which was a full-size slice, you know, yeah. like maybe... Three and a half by four inch. Oh, it by, but it was thick. It, it was, was like a cake three and a half for a hundred people split up for thirty. Yeah, essentially, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous. So I uh, I picked it up and I was like, oh my god, this thing weighs thirty seven pounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> I grabbed yeah. it and I'm like, oh my god. And I asked her, I'm like, does everyone else's piece of cake weigh a million pounds? <laughs> yeah. And I took, I took my fork, and I, 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 I stabbed it, and I brought it to my mouth, and I was like, oh my god. Yes. I asked for a small piece, 
And it was still huge. It was like still like I twice could, the size like, of To be honest with you right cake. now, I want another piece right now. So do I. There was some leftover. I almost grabbed some. I, I wish I had. Um, but I know that even if I don't have another event at some point, I'm very tempted to just be like, hey, can you hook me up with a cake? No particular reason. Just I just want, want cake. <laughs> no, 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 no reason. Just, just, just could, could you just cake. maybe like maybe just a little cake? Like, <laughs> this is a personal cake. Yeah. How much is a personal pie cost? <laughs> Could <laughs> I get cake? like a, you guys do like a twelve inch cake, like a twelve inch round cake? But it was, uh, and it was funny because uh, one of the girls, Jackie, goes, "Hey, hey, hey, Corey." Bring me a piece. I'm like, okay. And I purposely grab the biggest piece. <laughs> I'm like, here you go. And she looks at me like, and then she split it. And I'm like, come on. Do it. Eat the cake. <laughs> but yeah, so Rebecca, amazing job. Yeah, killer. Killer. It was, it will, that Good thing was she's also not listening to this podcast. Oh, she will. If we tell her about it, she will. Yeah, probably. She's good people. Special edition Listen to this. We're shouting you out. Podcast. To our massive podcast audience. Yes. And uh, so you did a couple of the traditional dances, the Cotton Eye Joe. No, I didn't. I skipped the Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, You know why? Because I was busy in the bar getting us beverages. I know. Um, I came back and the Cotton Eye Joe was going on. Yeah. I also came back and I noticed you guys were doing a dance to Copperhead Road. That's a thing? I don't... I guess so. I, I did didn't not know that. know that was a thing. I didn't like, know that. I've heard Copperhead Road a thousand times. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. But I had no clue was that there that was the a thing. Was that the one where we went right, left, right, left, and cross, and uh, then kick? No, that's Cotton Eye Joe. No, there was... No, Cotton Eye Joe's front, back, yeah. left, anyway, behind, um, front. During Cotton Eye Joe, I made sure to just randomly pick Clap, a direction twirl, to go. Twirl. Um, so, well, no, that wasn't, cut. there was the other one, and, um, the other one, they didn't, very descriptive. Yeah, that, no, Cotton Eye Joe. Did you do the electric slide the wrong way and just hit people? Because that's pretty No, funny. um, but in Cotton Eye Joe, like, everyone was facing this direction. I made sure at some point I was facing this direction, or I was facing them, or going the opposite so, direction just to try and How weird is it that we have these songs that we, that we do at parties? We always mm-hmm. play them at, like, get-togethers of groups of people, and there's, like, set moves that just everyone seems to know, and then we just do them. Well, that's how dancing always used to be. It's just so weird. I don't know, man. Isn't isn't it more weird now, dancing, than what it used it, to be? It's definitely more weird now. That's what I'm getting at. Like, it used to be back in the day, like, if you danced, danced the salsa. Like, you knew that it was quick, quick, slow, quick, quick, slow, quick, quick, slow, whatever. And that was the thing you did, but there was a lot of personalization there. Like, if you're dancing the tango, there's a basic basic step, like a box step or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you add your own flair to it and do different moves. What we do with that is we all become a giant boy band and do, like, a crazy Britney Spears thing or whatever. The problem we with dancing nowadays and... is that, you know, you get a lot of these people that say, oh, I can't dance. And it's because there's no, like, this is how you dance. They just kind of take us and throw you on the dance floor in, like, middle school. <laughs> it's like, figure it out. And you either just go with it because you don't care, and then you actually get some rhythm, or you are like, oh, I don't know how to do it, and they never dance again. And yep. those are the guys that stand there going, 
I call it doing the bouncer dance. They're the guys that stand on the edge, go like this, and just go. Yep. They think it gets them laid. Probably does. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been that guy. I have to. Add, we'll have to interview somebody who does that. Yeah, I'm just too busy actually having fun. <laughs> I think we need to like if somebody's a guest on the podcast. I think we need to have them put their face up to the window at night. Why did you have to bring that up again? <laughs> I was just starting to forget it. Oh man, uh, my heart Here's stopped the for a second because I didn't see the red light. But we're good. Here's the problem. It's <laughs> it's that we keep doing these at night. Yeah. If we it's were, your fault. If we were here during the day, there'd be no weird thoughts no. of darkness. So, I will say that the DJ tonight mm-hmm. has one thing, one, one criticism I'll give him. Oh boy, here we go. Real nice. If he was looking to kill a good portion of the, you know, reunion goers, <laughs> he almost succeeded by playing back-to-back those songs that everybody oh knows God. and wants to dance to. Yeah. Like, You're at supposed one, to give a little space. Yeah, you gotta space it out. And at one point, I was like, I, I'm... This is how I die. I mean, I'm going to just honestly, I can't not do it. <laughs> so, do you think it was weird to see everybody? Because I didn't, I mean, I, I feel like I felt like it was going to be weird to see everybody. Like, because you watch in reunions, like, on movies. Where, yeah, because they have people that actually show up. Well, maybe, but at the same time, like, you know, they go to there and they're handing out name tags and, like, you know, everybody's trying to impress everybody and, like, Pulling up in rented Lamborghinis. Says the guy who was telling and showing pictures of everything he's made recently at work. No, I just showed because it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked what was some of the stuff that I worked on, so I showed him a picture of it. Well, you know what, Corey? I do things that I'm proud of. So do I. Then you should show everyone all the pride. Pride. Hmm. I also shamelessly <laughs> publicized our podcast. Yeah. Yes, you did. It was pretty great. Pretty Have shameless. you heard about Babbleheads, though? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, we're here, we're doing stuff, and then right after this, we're gonna go record our podcast. Which you I think, totally listen to it. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but it was a horrible idea I had. And I'm like, dude, we'll just do it after the thing. Not thinking, I was thinking you'd be like, nah, I can't do that, can't do this, and I'm like, okay, and it'll just slide. And you're like, that's a great idea. And yep. I'm like. Shit. Yep. You proposed to come here after we had been half in the bag at the reunion, yeah. and I was like, yes. So, it's never, uh, you never get through a Camden party of any kind without people starting to play beer pong. Mm. I totally would have gone for beer pong. I asked if you were any good, and you're not, so. The last time I played, I wasn't. Granted, I was not in a good state to play You know, pong, so... I feel like you would really enjoy it because it's you actually can be very good at it. No, I do, but I just at that point I was like, and and realistically you don't have to drink. But let's be honest: how many typical class reunions are there that break out into a game of beer pong at the actual venue? <laughs> now you're seeing the the absurdity. Yeah. Like yeah. I, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It wasn't like, oh my god, I can't. Some people rent pong. Lamborghinis for their class reunion. Other people <laughs> bring beer pong. Bring beer pong. Which you know, it worked out. 
Yeah, people have fun, man. That's all we care about, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to have fun. They should have fun playing whatever they want to play. And I totally would have played with them. That came out weird. Yeah. I totally yeah. would have Bryce played along totally would have played with in them. the game of beer pong. <laughs> yes. Everybody was playing beer pong. Wink. I, I forgot. We're not always on video. Definitely would have played with you. Wink. Blocks. He's talking about kitty blocks. Yeah, like the big giant ones. Not the Legos, because those hurt when you step on them. Yeah. I feel like we've gone a little farther on this rabbit hole. Yeah, we have. I think that is something that definitely happened. Um, but, you know, when it comes to reunions, isn't it better just to reminisce? than like, you know, if more people showed up, like you said, I think it would have just kind of been meh. I think people would have been more likely to stick to clicks and stuff like that. So this got us all kind of... Yeah, it was like forced... Doing- forced meshing of it was either it was either gonna fail and nobody was gonna talk to each other or we were gonna have to get together and be like listen we need to have fun and that's when i started dragging people out on the dance floor i think that that helped i think we all needed to like we 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 both participated in coercion yeah i i think that that was necessary because at first everyone was kind of a little bit like standoffish not everybody obviously but yeah. a good portion of people were a little bit standoffish. And I think that that, if it, you're right, if it was 100 people there, everyone would have continued to be standoffish. And maybe our old group of high school friends might have gone out on the dance floor and, like, had fun. And, and yeah. some other people would have too. But, like, I would say probably 60% of the people who are at this tonight came out on the dance floor at one point or another. If it was 100 people, maybe 10% would have. Yeah. And uh, I will say that dancing reminded me of how out of shape i've become in recent recent past because uh well it was probably about two years ago maybe maybe one where uh, i went to a buddy's wedding and i uh i always tear up the dance floor i something i like to do and i still could dance and i didn't really have that any issue and i mean i was dancing in rented tux shoes so they're like no support like just feel like they're breaking your foot apart at every step yes especially after like a couple hours yeah and then you've stood in the wedding and all that stuff and had to escort people (sighs) yeah i've been there several times yeah so um no problem dancing there tonight my feet legs calves heart felt (laughs) like it was just gonna go at any moment so like the the, i I am a little low dance I got low once, and I'm like, I'm gonna just do the hands. I heard for you go, "Oh God, my knees!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Corey got low, and then he heard <laughs> snap, snap. Yeah. Uh, I, what yeah. happened, dude? You can do how many squats? Air squats unbroken? Probably twenty. Nah, nah. You can't. I I can, but it never feels good anymore. My my bum knee just. It, it just goes so, snap, crackle, pop, speaking and it's not of bum knee. I'm bum now. Yes. I've broken are. myself. You I crossfitted myself into oblivion. Yeah, I. I don't think. Again, I don't think CrossFit's to blame. I do think that perhaps you were doing things you shouldn't have, and I'm no expert, but I think, for instance, me. I never do box jumps. Well, I haven't since I got heavier again. Because I knew the impact wasn't good. 
but I know, like, I'll, I can do double unders, and, well, I could. I don't do them anymore because that impact is not good. And uh, I think, granted, I got this from my doctor. Well, you need to go to the doctor a little more often. Have you had yeah. blood work recently? Yeah, this week. Good. good. Um, so I don't have the diabetes. I hate... Yeah, neither do I. Did I? I, I should probably get tested again because I'm not in the best shape. But um, I think... I don't want to be one of those people that blames CrossFit, but also I think you shouldn't have been doing certain things that you were doing. Perhaps. You know, that's just my stance. I was able to do them, so I did them. Yeah, which is not always the best. I mean, think about this. The shock your... The bones in your legs go through. I I think it's more of a soft tissue issue. That too. Those things. I mean, those things are just... So... I went to the doctor, specifically an orthopedic specialist. Which you always know is great when they're like, yeah, let's go send you a specialist. Yeah, they were like, yeah, I think you can go to see a specialist. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I went to the specialist, and the specialist was like, you do what now? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing CrossFit. He's like, really? That's that's pretty awesome. And uh, he's like, so what do you do at CrossFit specifically? I'm like, uh, lots of things. <laughs> like, lots of things. He's like, okay, so what do you do that impacts your feet? And I looked at him and said, well, everything. 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 Yeah. So I've, I have I did stop running a, a little while back because my feet started bothering me. So I'd yeah. be like bike or whatever instead. And uh, I started getting better at things, so I started doing more things. So I was up to a – I was able to jump successfully onto a 20-inch box. Mm-hmm. Which for a dude who's three hundred and fifty pounds plus, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with that. That's good. I mean, I for workouts I would do like eighteen, yeah, just to be more comfortable to get up on the box. And um, I had just for the first time in my life successfully started doing just single under dump, jump rope, um, and uh, I was able to do thirty five of them on broken, which for me was like a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And then the next day. I felt like my feet and ankles were going to explode. Yeah. Jump rope is tough. It's, uh, it, it does a lot more than people give it credit yeah. for. Yeah. And the first time I really felt it, like my ankle was going to explode, was the day I woke up after doing um, assisted jumping jacks with yeah. with a band. So, like, you have, I had one foot on the ground, and I was, excuse me, I was using that foot to push myself kind of up and into it, mm-hmm. and that foot didn't like it the next day. You mean pull ups, jumping pull ups? What did I say? Jacks. Jumping jacks. No, I didn't mean jumping jacks. I meant jumping pull-ups. That's what I thought. Thank you for the correction. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so I was doing jumping pull-ups, and, and my foot didn't like it the next day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was the first time I really started to hurt, and, and it just got worse from there. Like, really yeah. bad. So the, the orthopedic doctor basically told me, yeah, so you're going to have to go and see... Uh, physical therapist and I was like and then he was like in addition to that he's like you really should get orthotics for your shoes and I was like aren't those for like 75 year olds I mean dude our bodies metabolically and physically and all that stuff are probably equivalent of 75 year olds ouch that's a harsh dose of reality right so there. something I'm although start I don't doing. have the diabetes so yeah. there's that that's good news something I'm gonna start doing is uh, once a month 
I've uh, met with a coach that I know. He's a good guy. He's going to do a yoga routine with me one-on-one once a month. You're going to start doing some Joe Rogan hot yoga? Dude, I've done yoga in the past. Uh, I started at my second stint in college. I did a class in it, and there's a book called Real Men Do Yoga. And it goes through all the things. And I tell you what, man, my flexibility, how much I got hurt, all went, like, it was amazing. Like, I I was more flexible. I didn't get hurt as much. Yoga's intense. I don't know if it's really for me. Dude. But it's it's tough. I don't doubt it. And you build strength. I think you'd like it. I think you should try it with me one time. Maybe a, someday. Maybe when I'm setting. maybe when I'm cleared to actually begin working out again. So that's the moral of the story. Them. Is I am not able to go back to CrossFit until after I see my physical therapist. You should ask your physical therapist what they think of yoga. But what if they tell me, well, Bryson, unfortunately, you're only going to be able to do like. Slow steps in place. That's that's the only workout you can do for the rest of your life. You gotta start. So something we both need to focus on is diet. Yeah, that's the yes. big thing that both of us have kind of been tiptoeing around, and it's time. I was dieting very hard for a while. Yeah, it's time. Um, you know, it's funny because Joe Rogan had like two episodes that were debates about diet. And they had a vegan versus a paleo guy, mm-hmm. and then a high carb guy versus a keto guy. And it was funny because the keto guy and the high carb guy are friends, mm-hmm. so they agree about every like ninety nine percent of things. Right. Um, and it, it's actually interesting because the guy that's high carb, he will actually encourage certain people to have like a pop tart in the morning. Because these people would go and they'd have chicken, broccoli, and rice all the time. And they're like, dude, I just feel bloated all the time. I don't feel good. I feel like crap. And he's like, have a Pop-Tart. And then like, <laughs> for breakfast every morning. And they're like, okay. And then like a few days later, he's like, dude, I took a massive crap and now I feel amazing. <laughs> and it's actually funny because the issue with all that stuff is that it's so nutrient dense that like, not even new. Nut- I forgot the phrasing, but it's so dense that, like, your body uses it all for better or ill. So it actually helps you pass things. You know, from my personal experience, when you eat like garbage, you shit like garbage. I don't know, man. You've had uh, some pretty weird shits anyway. (laughs) But I tell you what, when I eat really well... The only time that poop ever gets weird is when you have a Swiss cake roll. Or three. I've never had that issue. Before. So eat any chocolate by Little Debbie, and in a in a quantity. You have to do it in a quantity. Trust me. If you go home right now and buy a package, a whole box of Little Debbie Swiss cake rolls, and you eat that whole box tomorrow, you're gonna shit neon green. That whole box. You got to do at least three packages. That's six total because they're two packs. That's that's. Disgusting. Just telling you, Corey. Someday you should try it. Because there's, so. there, there's something a little bit eerie about getting up from the toilet, turning around, everyone does it. Don't don't look at me like that, audience. <laughs> I'm looking at you like that right now. <laughs> Everybody does it. You, you take a dump, you stand up, you turn around. Everybody does it. You should. If you don't, you should because you could be dying inside right now and you have blood in your stool and you didn't look. Stupid. Mm, yeah. You should always check your poop. Yeah. 
Um, but turn around and just see something emanating like a radioactive glow, and you look in there and you're like, what in the world? I'll tell you, the best time was when I did that fast for like two and a half, three days. You fasted for three days? Remember, I did it when we were working together. I thought you did it for 24 hours. No, it was like more than two days. It was like two and a half days. And uh, everything was gone. There was just nothing left. And I felt amazing. I was laser focused on like everything. And I I told you, and you probably remember, I was like, dude... I'm getting so much stuff done. I can't believe how focused I am. Bro. Bro. Can I help you? Bro. Shame. Shame. Bing but bing. but uh, it was it was pretty interesting. Um, obviously not a doctor, so I can't provide any like references to how healthy that is <laughs> yeah even though it's like all the rage now and people yeah, are doing pooping it green for, like, is not weeks. healthy but uh oh we're talking about fasting fasting <laughs> not yeah. pooping green we went from reunion to pooping green to fasting so this is just a great podcast you know how we were talking about <laughs> all those people we we're gonna get to listen from the reunion they're gone now they've been gone dude they yeah. came they heard their shout out and they were like oh how sweet click off yeah that's how it goes man that's how it goes. But, uh, yeah, the the more I look at it, at first I thought I did it the wrong way, and I realized I did it right the first time, where at first my diet didn't change. I just ate less of the shit. Yeah. So, like, I used to eat a whole pizza. I guess I'll only eat half the pizza. <laughs> and then eventually I was down to one slice. And you know what? That's what I'm trying to get back into. Cutting down, having reasonable sized meals with a calorie budget that's not 5,000. Reasonable. Reasonable. It does depend on your definition of reasonable, though, doesn't it? I have a really good time rationalizing what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for me to do. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest problem with eating, is I could sit down and totally rationalize, 100% rationalize eating half of a chicken rigi pizza. <laughs> I tried to convince Trina to get a chicken riggy pizza yesterday, and she was like, no. And I was like, oh, but it sounds so good. And she's like, yeah. no. I'm like, fine, me and Corey will get one and eat it on the podcast. We should have. We should. Dude. Um, <laughs> we should be eating it. We I should just do it for solidarity. No, it's not the same. I did. I got uh, Riggies, and then I got a... One of the dollar store yeah. Bovalier, it's DiGiorno stuffed cheese stuffed pizza, mm. and then I put the Riggies on top and put cheese on top. Tasted pretty good, bro. No, no. DiGiorno pizzas are not that bad. I don't mind them, but then again, I don't mind anything that has a caloric intake on it. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Yeah, I think I pretty much would eat just about anything. Yeah. Chicken wings. We gotta go to that new. Well, it's oh, not man. new, but it's new. I uh, I gotta have you over sometime. I did a thing. I told you about it. I think I um I made my ho- own homemade chicken wings. Um, Been there, done that. Yeah, but I did them in a different manner than you. Mm. I uh, I bought the whole wings, not frozen, so fresh. Yeah. Cut them myself, too. and then I I grilled them. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I did the whole cut the wings yourself thing once, and I'm like, 
I eat way too many wings to do this. I did it. It was not that bad. And then I grilled them. Right How there. many wings did you do? Uh, probably 30. So you had to cut 15 things? Probably. Not that bad. I did it for like a party. It was like a whole pack. You know, like when you buy the big bulk pack of, of, yeah. of wings. It's not that bad. I did it for a party. That was a mistake. Yeah, because it was like the did you use the leftovers to make individual pieces? No, me neither. We're wasteful. Welcome to America, everybody. That's I have such a respect for the people that cook things that require Mm. like that kind of level of intensity. Like people that cook a whole chicken, like I can then use every part of that chicken. Yeah, and then put all the bones, put all the leftovers in a big pot with some water. Yeah, and make chicken stock, and then the next day they make a big roast and they soak it in the chicken stock. Yeah. That's a that's a skill. I I'm a moderately decent cook. I'm also I am no chef. Cook. Oh no, that, I just I uh, I make a mean chili. Yeah, I mean it was all right. It's good. You mm-hmm. you're giving me crap for it now. It's good. It's edible. Mm-hmm. It's not like he admitted to me it was really good. No, he's lying. Who are you gonna believe? trustworthy him everybody kept asking <laughs> for it every time we had one of the cook offs that's because they were fools yeah. just saying yeah Bryson's just jealous of my chili yeah my chili sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> although yeah. last time I made it it was alright I did a mixture of cause I don't like a lot of stuff in my chili I like it to be like somewhat like pretty vanilla so you like soup not no. chili no 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 when I say not a lot of stuff, I mean not a lot of, like, random ingredients. Like, people put, like, onions and peppers and different stuff like that. I like my chili to be, like, 90% meat. So that's not chili. So I did I did my like, chili. Last time we did it. What it was, is that? That's a manwich. Listen, the last time I did chili, it was one, two pounds of ground beef and one pound of ground pork. And three cans of different beans and all kinds of seasoning and uh like three cans of diced tomatoes and cook it all down you know what i think would be really good in chili and it's really not chili but like cut up like rotisserie chicken that's not chili that's like some kind of weird chili jumble like make it make it chili but then like have chicken in it i think that would be pretty good but the thing is is like so the chili i I made that you had is made for everybody. Yeah, I know. You I and just, I like super spicy things. I just don't like when people like start messing with chili. Like chili's supposed to be like basically like meat and beans. Chili's supposed to have peppers and onions in it. No, it's not. That's weird. It's meat. Beans, meat, yum. Mm. Peppers and onions. That's a staple of chili, bro. I guess it depends on what your definition of staple is. Because my definition of staple is metal object, which. <laughs> <laughs> which binds together uh, stacks of paper. Dude, a good chili dog, man. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, come on. We're not going to spend 15 minutes on our podcast talking about how, how we got fat. Yeah. Right? We all know what happened. Mm-hmm. We ate a bunch of chili dogs. We argued about whose chili was better while eating both vats of chili. Yeah, That's how it happens. Yeah. So was there anybody at the reunion that you didn't expect to see? 
Or was it pretty much exactly as you anticipated? Yeah, basically people from around here. I'm surprised that Jamie stepped up and actually, like, pulled it off. I mean, fabulous job. Yeah. She's from Pennsylvania, too. Yeah. So she, she had managed to drive to all make the way it. up here. So everybody that's in the area and then didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, all zero of you who didn't come to the reunion who are listening to this. Shame on you. Should have been there. <sighs> yeah, shame. You know, I will say... I was a little disappointed that with the food, they didn't have wings. The food wasn't there. It's all right. The chicken was good. The food wasn't there. Just saying. It's all right. It was like... It's all right. It's a bar, bro. They're making food at a bar. It's not going to be that great. Everything else was great. Food wasn't that good. But everything else was great. The um, the bread was good, pretty standard, thin sliced Italian store bought bread, yep. pretty good. But other than that, I don't really feel it was very good. It wasn't bad. I mean, I couldn't tell you about the salad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both looked at. There they was, forced us to the front, and I go, <laughs> salad. There was bread, <laughs> big ziti, meatballs and peppers. Mashed potatoes, mashed and potatoes, potatoes, fried potatoes, uh, ham, and chicken. Chicken. I think the chicken was pretty good. Chicken and thighs. Corey and I saw all of those things, and then we saw a bowl of leafy green salad. We looked at the salad. We went, ha, that's for scrubs, and we moved on. That's for shrubs. <laughs> it's made of shrubs. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. I mean, I actually do like a good salad once in a while. That was a bigger, bigger noise than I've ever heard. Um, here's the thing, though. The weirdest thing. I don't understand. I think it... I, I did do some Googling. Um, and I guess it's a thing. I have an issue digesting raw vegetables. No, you don't. I do. Yeah. I do. If I eat a salad, my gastrointestinal balance is set askew. Here's the thing. You eat like garbage and always have... So your body just doesn't know what a vegetable so is. So I, I, I actually looked it up, man. I can eat steamed vegetables all day long. Oh, yes. No problem. I forgot you're a doctor. I am. Doctor, doctor Bryson over here. You're a doctor. I am. Don't forget it either. And uh, I looked it up on Doctor Google, and Doctor Google said, "Hey, buddy, there's other people in the world who can't process raw vegetables because I can eat regular steamed vegetables or cooked vegetables all day long." No problem. I can eat an entire plate. Stop shaking your head. I can eat an entire plate of, of cooked broccoli all day. If I eat an entire plate of uh, raw, uncooked broccoli, I'm going to poop my brains out for two days. It's because your gut microbiome, boy. All right. All right. Calm down over there, Dr. Corey, with your talk of gut microbiomes, which you Give don't actually days. understand. Get it. Oh, I understand it. Give it a few days, and then you would be fine. But the problem is, you do it one day and you're like, nope, never having a vegetable again. No, remember when we were having salad like every couple days? It was once a week. It was every couple days. It was once a week. So? So every, after four weeks of doing it, my gut should have adjusted. Yeah, because we would eat a salad one day and the next day we'd be like, dude, that was horrible. Let's go get a sub. Yeah, because because I'd eat the salad, crap my brains out for the rest of the day. Yeah. And you had to get a salad the next day. My rectum was made of. (laughs) You wrecked your rectum. (laughs) It was just. Wow. It was terrible. And now we've talked about my rectum. (laughs) Yes. 
Got him. No one, not a single person wanted to go there, but you took it there. Actually, I took it there. You did. I took um, it to my rectum. So here's the thing. I'm telling you, man, you just gotta eat better. Is it raining? It's pouring out. Nice. Um, so that'll accompany the, the ending of the episode for the remainder, but that's okay. So, uh... Oh, it's way past my bedtime. Excuse me, this old bag Corey Yards here for a second. Uh, there we go. Mm. What's the disadvantage to doing your podcast in a room where the metal roof is like six feet above the table? Yep. Sounds great when you're trying to sleep, though. Yeah. It's one of the best sounds for sleeping. Yeah. Our uh, house in Florida has a metal roof that... Listen to him. Listen to him. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a vacation home in Florida. Huh? Yes, peasant. <laughs> Get on my level, scrub. I have a vacation home. Yep. That's the truth. You did. That's exactly... I mean, that's a quote <laughs> directly from you. I don't know about that. It was. I heard it with my own ears. Have you ever been to Florida? Mm-hmm. One time when I was two... So you haven't really ever been to Florida? No. I've it's heard it's hot. It's overrated. I've heard it's hot. Mm-hmm. If I was going to have a vacation home, I'd want it in someplace like Alaska. Really? No, I would. I love the winter. I don't like tropical areas. Florida's not bad. Traffic's horrible. People are horrible. <laughs> They're worse than here. People here are grumpy because they have to deal with the things that Mother Nature throws at us. Just imagine what Alaska's like, bro. Dude, but it's different. No, it's not. It is. Alaska gets actually less snow, I believe, than we do. They're colder. No. No. Because we have lake effect. No. There's certain places in Alaska that get probably more snow. Like, they get effect on... There's a there's a place in Canada too on the I think it's on the, the western coast of Canada mm-hmm. where they get a lot of snow because they get basically it's the same thing we get with Lake Effect but it's off the ocean. The Yukon. Yeah. Exactly. Something like that. And I think Alaska parts of Alaska get that too. But we get an inordinate amount of snow here. Yeah. Syracuse is like the number one or number two snowiest city in America. You couldn't survive in Alaska. A th- burger is like $25. You underestimate me, young Padawan. No. I. You would get up there, and you'd be like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and get yeah, me some burgers. Both They're us, $25 both a patty. Both of us would get paid just to live there. Because yeah. they, they don't charge any state tax, so there's that. And if you have a professional degree, you get paid to live there. Yeah, but what are you going to do there? What I do here. No, you won't. <laughs> There's nothing to do like that up there. Sure there is. You underestimate. Dude, Anchorage is a huge city. Yeah, they do not have any furniture manufacturers up in Anchorage. Am I going to have to Google this? Yes. Is there a waterfall? <laughs> God is saying it's time. No. It's definitely not time. I don't know, man. It's getting... You, see, your problem is is that you're uh, you're having issues with your body going into complete and total bitch mode. No, it's old man mode. No, it isn't. Old men go to bed late, too. False. I would know because I'm older than you. Yeah, but you're you're, you're just a dad. 
Yeah, so I get way less sleep yeah, than you. but you're used to it. No, I'm not. You, you never get used to it. It's out of necessity. You never get used to it. I go to bed at like 10, 30, 11, and I wake up at 3.45, and every day I'm just completely exhausted all the time. It's a great feeling, right? I walk around just a zombie. You are a zombie. It actually sounds like we're in the middle of a nuclear war. Yep, and I gotta drive home in this. Yeah, you do. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, but I'm going to. That's fine. I'm just gonna go like two miles an hour. I mean, that is an option for you. I mean, there's a nice, cozy guest room upstairs. Yeah, but no. I got a nice purple bed waiting at home. Not a sponsor. Dog misses me. He's been in his crates at 6 o'clock. He's probably in there here in this rain right now, and he's like, Oh, God, Dad, help! <laughs> Dad! Dad, where are you? No, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird that, that dog owners always have, like, voices for their dogs? I don't have a voice for their dog. You definitely do. You 100% do. When you hear your dog talk in your head, because you do, because you're a dog owner, your dog has a voice, and it's probably goofy. So it's probably like, Dad, what's going on, Dad? Hey, hey, Dad, help me, Dad. No, he's smarter than that. Okay, he's like, mm, Dad, let's go visit our vacation hoping for Florida. <laughs> You're not going to let that go, are you? No, jealous is what it is. Yeah, well, At the I end told of the day, we can go down there anytime. Yeah, see, the problem is, is that you can go down there anytime. I can't. Yes, you can. I can't. Yes, you can. I have these things called responsibilita. Mm-hmm. Bring those responsibilitas with you. I don't think I could take Graydon on a plane right now. Yes, he can. He's free. He is. He's a baby living in America. Of course, he isn't actually. That's a, it's an interesting actual theory, is that whether you're free in America until you become a citizen, you don't really become a citizen until you're 18. <clears throat> so, is a child free? No. I don't think so. I think a child is a servant of their... <laughs> indentured servitude for children. Not an official stance Paul of Newton, the podcast. Paul Newton 2020. <laughs> no? Not official stance of the podcast. <laughs> Says the guy who told me to put my kid in a crate earlier. <laughs> hey, hey, that was a joke. Yeah. Comparing dogs to babies and just saying, hey, why don't you just put the kid in the crate? It was, it was meant as a joke. Yeah. Some of us also mean things as jokes. Not an official stance of the podcast to put your kid in the crate. Thank you. Please don't do that. Definitely, definitely it, do that. It is kind of funny. And then tell the people that Corey told you. It's kind of funny that the idea of putting a baby in something like that... It's horrifying. It's horrifying because you're worried that it's going to kill itself. Basically. But doing it to a dog for several hours a day is no big deal. Yeah. Is you know it why? because dogs just develop right. faster? This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt right in the feels. It's because we look at dogs as inferior creatures. They are our pets. They're not our equals. I think they're just smarter than babies. I really disagree with that. Because we consider... What do you think the smartest animal... Basically the smartest animals on land other than us are? Dolphins. They're not on land. I literally said... If there's a land dolphin, I want to know. <laughs> Don't you watch That's football? what humans are. Don't you watch football? 
for real. What's what do you think the smartest animal besides humans are that walk on land or are on land? Dogs. You don't think that chimps are smarter or? I don't know, man. I don't think so. Bro, dogs have the brains the size of this like what's left of my ice. Not cube. all dogs. Dogs aren't that smart. They run like ninety percent on instinct. But those instincts, though, they're pretty great. This fly is killing me. <laughs> so chimps can learn how to like solve puzzles it. and stack stack blocks and stuff like that. So can dogs. Not the same level. Not even close. What was dude. that theory where if you lock four chimps in a room with typewriters, that eventually they'll type Romeo and Juliet? To the letter. Well, in theory, that's true, because everything is statistically possible. Could you imagine? Like, it's the last word. All he's got to do is put a period. And he puts... A puts a comma, and you're like, Oh, it's all ruined! It's ruined! The whole thing that flies. (laughs) He's landing on my face. (laughs) I wanted to smack it on the table so bad, but I have too much respect for the table. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think that guts will definitely ruin the fence. <laughs> For those of you not watching in ultra high definition, you definitely can't see that there's a fly that keeps hitting right in the same spot on my forehead. Directly between the eyebrows? About an mean, inch above. Does that mean that I smell like garbage? Because yeah. that's what flies like. And it's pooping on you every time it lands. <laughs> now it's landing on his arm. <laughs> what a bastard. I'm gonna kill him. No, you won't. If it lands on your forehead, <laughs> didn't even finish saying it and it lands on your forehead. I was gonna say, if it lands on your forehead again, I'm gonna smack it. Oh, dang it. Wait for it. Don't close your eyes. It'll be okay. Don't close your eyes. It'll be okay, he says. And of course not, so I can only land on you. I will content for the podcast, and it says no. I will be, I will be calm like Mister Murphy, <laughs> and then I'll snatch it from the air. No, don't move. Let me handle it. Please allow me to smack it. I'm being so still. There he is. I see it. This is definitely entertaining content for the podcast. <laughs> Everyone's watching us watch a fly, and the people listening are like, "What? what what's going on?" Let me <laughs> like, give you a play by play. While Bryson sits there, calm as a cucumber, the fly circles above. The ceiling lights, drawing its attention away from Bryson, despite his putrid stench. <laughs> putrid stench. Yeah, for the record, the fly's gone now. Yes. The fly's like, oh, you want to provide quality mm-hmm. entertainment content to your viewers and listeners? No. Look out! You bastard. My bitch. You could have just went with it. Be like, hey, you got it. No. No, I'm not going to go with your falsities. That, that's not okay. Fake news. That is. That's fake news. You just created, tried to create fake news on our podcast. Yeah. So we've went through quite the adventure tonight. Mm. I think the moral of the story is what you probably shouldn't do is go to your reunion, have a bunch of drinks, then come home and do a podcast. Yeah. We'll see how it comes out. We'll see you guys on the other side. Peace.